journey now to Summerfield, nestling like a pearl in the golden setting of the autumn countryside. I put a spell on you. And now you're... The Monster Man. The Monster Man. It's that time again. Welcome back to Halloween 365. Once again, joined by my co-host, Justin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Glad glad to be back. Glad to have everybody here, yeah. (laughs) We got everybody here today. All three of us are here. Jeremy, give yourself a little introduction there, fella. Ooh, it's uh, about to get real freaky around here. It's the dark hours with Mr. Set. No, it's not. It's just Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> the dark hours, hours with Mr. Salyers. Dark hours. That could be a segment, man. We could totally make that a segment of the show. The dark hours with Mr. Salyers. I like it. So, uh, I think the, we're, we're welcoming our... We, don't, we haven't completely voted on this, but unofficially, our fan base, the Losers Club, right? The Losers yeah. slash Lovers Club? I, th- I think so. The Losers and Lovers out there. Welcome All the Losers, losers and Lovers, lovers Club. This is, as Chad said, Halloween. <clears throat> 36.5. Your make-believe AM Don't you just FM love Halloween destination. <laughs> Guys, I got to tell you, I this has been a very exciting week for me because... Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this. I'm not sure you are, but I don't know if the other people out there are aware of this or not. But there has been a major announcement, and uh, I, I think it's time that we go ahead and cue that up because uh, the Ghostbusters trailer dropped. Oh my God, it dropped, boys! Yes, it and is. I. Oh, I'm excited. Are you excited? Oh, I'm as moist as an oyster. <laughs> <laughs> I I have been waiting for this movie for so long, and and I'm just over the flipping moon about it. I, I can't tell you. I'm pumped. I, uh, there was enough of a hint of the other movies. It kind of makes sense just from the trailer. I guess we'll see. And there's some cameos. I'm I'm, I'm pumped. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely pumped for it. Um. I'm curious to see what they're going to do, how they're going to handle it. Like I it's 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 been so it's been 30 plus years since we've seen what happened to these characters and I'm I'm eager. I'm eager. I love the little I love the the, the, the stupid little marshmallow man. I love it. I thought you I was going to hate it, but I love it. Man? I love it. I thought I was going to hate it. <laughs> so, so this little tiny stay puffed and I went eh. Okay, I, I, it just works. For some reason, it works. Um, the same thing with, uh, oh, man, the, the Hellhounds. The Hellhounds are back. 
The Gonzo, Gonz, what, what were they? Oh god, I, Go, can't, um, I can't even talk. Gozarians. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm over the moon about this movie, guys. I cannot wait, and I hope that everything. I hope they don't try to change the song or anything like that. You know. So, wait, what were the names of the hellhounds again, Jeremy? Zul and. Well, the gatekeeper and the keymaster. I don't remember the other person. Uh, he had a weird ass long name, but Zul was one. Gozer is the master that they fought at the end. Okay, yeah. so just real quick, run a theory by you. I saw the big light coming out of the ground. I saw all these monsters that we've seen in the other movies. To me, this seemed very um, like the the main villain of either one or two. Did the dude from the painting come back? Well, oh God! I think it's got a lot to do with um, uh, the Shandor uh, Mining Corporation, which is uh, the same people who were the the builders, the architects of uh, the the building from the first movie. Um, because there's all these Shandor little Easter eggs all over the place. So that's what I think it's going to be about. Uh, I don't know yet. Who knows? Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see, won't we? Well, regardless, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of no stupid ghosts, man. <laughs> I, 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 welcome with <laughs> Oh, man, it's time to turn on some of that ambience. But before we do that, I think it's time for a little bit of a countdown, don't you? I do. How many days are we currently away from the best time of the year? It's almost time, kid. The clock is ticking. Because I have no, I have no clue. <laughs> I have lost track at this point. I feel like it were, we're maybe around eighty nine or ninety. Let's let's see if we can get an no. Nope. Let's see if we can get an exact. We have to be ninety four days until October thirty first. Ninety four days. Woo! So ninety four days. Ninety four days, fellas. It, it's crazy. It's got me grinning like a jack o' lantern. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Today's episode is going to be very interesting. I think everybody's going to have a lot of fun with it. Um, we're going to be talking about one of the masters of horror, one of the masters of the macabre, Stephen King. When were you guys first introduced? to Stephen King's work. Jeremy, I will let you go first. I'm very curious to know when you were first introduced to Stephen King. It's a very simple answer because it was way too damn soon. Uh, <laughs> As I think it was way. for most of us, yeah. Um, I was, yeah, I was a child, and some, I forget, like, who was watching it. Um... It's somebody was watching it that I know in uh, my household, and I just so happened to walk in whenever 
the bathtub scene with the old lady. And uh, it was The Shining. And, I, man, it scared me so bad. Um, I was terrified of... Like, I was horrified. Like, terrified of bathrooms, old ladies, ever since then. Um, especially for some, the old ladies. Like, the ha, 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 her laughing. Man, it scared the living hell out of me. And even now, sometimes, when I watch that movie back, I still get goosebumps when I see that scene. No, it's absolutely terrifying. I, I think that that's... <laughs> sorry, I was just gonna say before you. Said, oh, I'm sorry, said I, I didn't mean to cut you off. You no. the, <laughs> um, before you said the uh, old lady in The Shining, I you just said old lady in the bathtub, and I thought we were going a whole other direction. I was like Stephen King didn't make anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, so so you know what's really weird about The Shining. Um, the fact that Stephen King hated The Shining, like not not his work, but uh, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, which is honestly one of my favorite horror films of all time. What do you guys think about that? Like, why do you think it was that he really hated it? I mean, he's gone on record to say before in the past why he didn't like it, but what do you think it really is? I I don't know. Maybe the vision. I feel like that I remember seeing that he said there were a lot of key plots that were uh, not plots but key parts that were left out that were the in the original book um, if I'm also not mistaken there was a different ending in the book than there was in the movie mm-hmm. yeah uh, there was more murder too I believe in the book than there was in the movie I do not think that the cook died the way that he did <clears throat> Um, I think you might be right. I'm not a hundred percent with that one. I do know that uh, Stephen King wasn't necessarily happy with how Jack was supposedly kind of just crazy throughout the whole thing because I know in the book he was always uh, struggling and trying to fight against it. He didn't give in to that craziness so easy. Yeah, that was the number one thing that I saw that King hated the most. He said he didn't like that there was no redemption of Jack Torrance. And um, I can kind of see where he's coming from on that a little bit, but at the same time, I watched the movie before I read any of the book. I've never even finished the book. See, that's what Um, it was with me as well. Uh, But did a quick fact check. Halloran, the cook, he did not die in the book. As a matter of fact, okay. nobody died in the book except for Jack. Mm. He died because the pressure in the boiler explodes and blows up the entire building. Which is an idea that they sort of revisit, spoiler alert, in the movie uh, Doctor Sleep. Loved it. If I'm not bad mistaken. Yeah, it was really good. Really good. I've not seen it yet, so. Oh, man. You're doing yourself a disservice. (laughs) If you haven't seen Dr. Sleep, go red box it. I don't don't know what people do anymore to get their movies. I have no (laughs) idea. (laughs) At this point, I have no clue. Just just pick it up. Go down to your local Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. Do yourself a favor. Pick it up. Get your local library card. Go down Mm -hmm. to the little VHS (laughs) section that they've got. That's right. 
swoop you up a copy because you you won't regret it. Um, so that was your first introduction, I think. Um, Justin, what was your first introduction to the the whole King universe? Um, first memorable um, introduction to Stephen King. I could be wrong, but I believe that it was either it or oh. Stand By Me. That's, I yeah. Um, because I had not watched The Shining for quite some time. Uh, Jeremy had watched it way before I had actually watched it. Hmm. I, I think for me, it was my earliest memory of a horror film in general um, was Danny Torrance standing uh, at the door holding the butcher knife screaming red rum. Or was it a butcher knife? I don't remember. I think uh, it was. I think it was. I, I remember that and I remember it freaking me the hell out. And uh, salad my talks. salad talks. <laughs> my brother I think at the time uh, I think it was my brother. Uh, at the time he just he just changed the channel like really quick like oh god we can't be letting him watch this. Um and that that forever imprinted. So the red rum thing forever imprinted into my memory, and it will always be in my memory. Uh, and then I think right after that, I watched the TV mini series of It for the first time. And uh, I'll tell you that that scarred me. I, I didn't want to take showers for a little while. Clowns coming up through the drain <laughs> and stuff like. That. Now, you know, yeah. As a child, to me, just just based on It scariest part to me was uh, the dad. The creepy dad mm. that kept trying to touch his daughter. That was yeah. creepier oh, yeah. than it to me. <laughs> well, you know, for a long time, I used to think that the dad was possessed by Pennywise. Um, you know, which is why he's like rubbing his belt and says, what you see in that drain there, honey? You talking to them boys? <laughs> I always thought that was weird. Um, of course, you know, come to find out that later on he was a diddler a diddler of the children um i think that was his thing right am i wrong I mean, that's what the, oh yeah hinting at. oh yeah because oh, yeah, he'd rub her hair they're, they're dropping a lot of hints <laughs> and he'd always say you're still my little girl aren't you <laughs> god that's awful you love uh, that's so weird man I, I'm laughing, but I don't mean it in a weird way. I, I, I can't help but to laugh at just how absurd it is. Like, it, it's truly one of the most absurd things in the world. Um, I, I think in the new movie, the scene where he's just, like, spraying the damn cologne everywhere, or the perfume, just... What in the world? Like, who would think of something like that? Stephen King back to out there for a second. Did did I did I cut out? Yeah, I, just I for a quick second, he was spraying the, the t -t -t -t. yeah the, the the he was spraying the 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 perfume. It just it trips me out, man. Like that scene in the new movie is just ugh. I apologize for the technical difficulties. There is a storm actually moving in, um, and I think that might be causing a little bit of my issues today. Uh, so I do apologize in advance if we have any uh, crazy weird delays and stuff like that. But uh, it's perfect weather for the subject matter that we're talking about today. Oh, yeah. 
And um, I just want to throw this in real quick. You want to said you you said who would actually come up with something like that with the spritzing of the yeah, uh, perfume? Yeah, yeah, like the same guy who would make cat mothers and <laughs> sons have sex. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Stephen King is is uh, he's very strange. And you you know last the last episode I believe we had discussed uh, briefly, uh, Justin that. I wonder how many things Stephen King has dipped his uh, his pen into, um, <laughs> and his cocaine addiction, I might add, uh, th- that we just have never seen. Um, things like that, because you know this man is sought after in Hollywood. Like, he has to be. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Right, right, right. Just, I mean, scripts alone, movies alone, has to be... Uh has to be a lot of people that were looking to get something from him, and I'm just curious how many things were shot down. But, I mean, looking over his huge amount of movies that were based off of his books, there's there's a lot, boys. Which brings me to the first real question on the topic. This whole episode is Stephen King. As, as Chad said, this is a Stephen King episode. So my first question for you guys is... And we'll start off with Chad, go to Jeremy, and then I'll finish us up. But what, if any, Stephen King universe from any movie, any book, if you had to be put in one of them, and everything's going to play out the way that it plays out in the movie or the book, which one would you rather be placed in? Better yet, which one do you think that you would be able to be placed in and make it out alive? That's a good question. <laughs> I feel like the safe answer is Stand By Me, just because it's pretty normal. Let's um, exclude Stand By Me. <laughs> okay. 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 Stand okay. By Me and maybe even um, Shawshank. Riding the bullet. We'll, and Shawshank. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll take those out. I feel, the okay. Cell, for some reason. The which one? The movie Cell. Oh, no, yeah. I hope Maximum Overdrive doesn't fit into this situation. Yes, at it all. does. Um, <laughs> mm. Man, that's a tough one. I well, I'll tell you the one that I don't want to go into, and that's uh, the Dreamcatcher universe because uh, the whole idea of worms coming out of my butthole and all that stuff just doesn't really set well with me. Um, so that one's a, a big new. Uh, for sure, I, I think, I think, I'm gonna have to go with the It universe. Um, I know it, it's, but the thing is, I feel like if you can just survive long enough to become an adult, you'll be okay. Yeah, I guess that's the key thing there, though, isn't it? Yeah, just surviving long yeah, enough. Yeah, survive, because. <laughs> The way I see it is, you know, you've got a surefire way out of it. You just got to live long enough to be an adult and just try not to be afraid of anything. And if, you know, you, you can push yourself through that, um, you might be okay. 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 Respect that answer. So uh, Chad's choice is the It universe. He thinks that he, he'd rather be dropped into that one. He might be able to survive. Jeremy? I'll tell you um – I don't want to be in that hotel. 
Wait, which one? Are we talking? Screw that lady. The shot? Oh, okay. The old lady in the bed. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if we were talking about that. Yeah, nobody we wants that. We were talking about 1408, because 1408 is a Stephen King work as well. And I don't want to be mm. in that hotel. No. 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 <laughs> um, are you kidding? I want to be a sexy cat person. Uh, <laughs> I had a feeling you would pick that. I either thought no, you were no. pick that or Silver Bullet. Those were the two that I thought you were going to pick. Oh. God, run around no, uh, with Gary Busey on a, <laughs> a rocket-powered wheelchair? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, that's fair. No, um, I actually wouldn't want to be in the Sleepwalker. Uh, I've thought about it because I mean, if if you're especially if you're going horror with Stephen King, um, there's a lot of scary universes. I, at first, I was going to say, yeah, Pet Cemetery, Ooh. but then I was like, no, nobody lived. That's, um, yeah, oh, that's a good yeah. one, though. That's a good one. That's another one that you can play it safe in. As long as you don't bury anything, you're so okay. Let's, let's, let's exactly. That if you were to choose whatever universe you choose, like how Chad, Chad chose it. So let's assume that if he is going to be dropped into the it universe, that he's going to be taking the place of one of the kids. He's not going to be a side character that's watching stuff happen. He's going to be oh, one that... of the kids. We're going to replace Richie with you. Well, that fucking sucks. <laughs> doesn't Richie die? Well, uh, like, first yeah. of all, <laughs> I think he. I think he lives. <sighs> okay, yeah, maybe he does. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, see, that's not fair. You didn't say that. <laughs> well, I just okay. assumed. I mean, I didn't think that you would be in the universe and like you're peeking out the window watching stuff go down. So like, if well, that, that, in my head, that's what cemetery. I thought. It's like, oh, look at them little kids. What, <laughs> yeah, what are they like, running if from? Were to choose Pet Cemetery depending on which one he picked if he picked part one then he would either be the dad or the uh, old man across the street oh jesus if he picked okay. two then he's got to be one of the teenage kids <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, i'll still bite the bullet on mine i'm not going to change my answer because they were successful little bastards so i mean you can still fight and try to survive it doesn't necessarily have to mean that you, you know it's what's your best chance what you think your best chance of survival is jeremy I'm not going to participate in all the activities that that went on in that that damn thing, though. <laughs> We're talking about the movie, no. not the book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. <'Cause laughs> I'll tell you right now, there's some no, things that shouldn't have happened. We're not talking about the child uh, cocaine. Metal, Stephen King. <laughs> cocaine, <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug, people. Ugh. Um. I would probably if if we're going like you got to be a character in it. I'm going Salem's Lot. Damn, that's a good one. Just yeah, just because I mean the the dude. Uh, it's been years since I've seen it, but I'm pretty sure the dude comes out on top and lives. And um, it's still creepy though. And to be honest, in my honest opinion, as far as a creepy, spooky top vibe. Those are some of the creepiest damn vampires ever. That little kid floating at the windows. Let me in. Nah. <laughs> it is terrifying. So wait, which character are you going to be replaced with? The dude that um, comes to the town and ends up... Uh, I guess I guess he's the main character. I forget his name. Like I said, it's been forever since I've seen it. Okay. Okay. Justin, you're uh, up. Okay. Uh, I've got a curveball because I'm, I'm torn between two, and one of them you guys are going to be like, wait, why would you want to go there? But my first pick right off the bat was Secret Window. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I forgot about that's it. That's a good one, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm. and I, I, I would, I would want to be Depp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I, I could also be the old man with the big hat. That's fine. <laughs> you stole my story. Ooh, oh, dude, I just thought of one. Seek the treasure. <laughs> Second choice, uh, besides Secret Window, would be Children of the Corn. What? what? Okay. I thought you were going to go Misery for a minute. Oh, no. I, I cherish my ankles, my friend. I cherish <laughs> my ankles. You've been a dirty little birdie. <laughs> Plus, I always pictured as a child that her house smelled like poop. And pee. So, Children yeah. of the Corn, Secret Window. Oh, sorry. There's It's a, it's a three-way tie. Or Thinner. Oh, Why? thinner's a good one. Damn, that's a good one. Because mm. thinner, it things end up kind of okay for him. Yeah, just don't piss off any gypsies. Is that a, is that a slur? Is gypsy yeah, I a slur? think gypsies is. It's a uh, the whole word was made up to uh, disgrace a race of people. Oh, well, I feel uh, bad. Traveling it's race not of as bad as some of them. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> but yes, gypsies. But. What is the proper term? you got to remember the end to thinner. I know, I know. I'm not worried about my daughter. I'm talking about surviving. I don't care about my daughter. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Let her eat the, the pie. It's, mm, Dad, that's good pie. Yeah, that's the weirdest. I mean, that's fun. The cheating wife, she does. That's cool with me. No big deal. Uh, Children of the Corn, though. I would love to run through the field and punt kick those little bastards. I'm telling you now. <laughs> I'm talking baseball bat just running through swinging Babe Ruth and them. He wants you too, Malachi. On one with That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I gotta say that uh, Children of the Corn that that doesn't really end well for anyone involved either, though. That's that's the that's the th thing about it. That's what kind of gets my goat a little bit. Yeah, that's true too. If you oh, there's those technical difficulties coming up again. But if you are in Children of the Corn, and I'm the guy. I mean, you know, relatively, I'm in good shape. Oh. Are you still with me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Sorry, people. Like I said, technical difficulties, storms rolling in. I have no idea what's going on with this situation today. Um... The last thing I heard was uh, if you're in Children of the Corn and you're the oh, guy. Oh, if, if I'm the guy, I mean, it doesn't end that bad for me. No, no, no. As long as you're the guy, like, I think you're okay. Uh, or, or wait, wait, when you say the guy, are you talking about little Malachi? No, 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 no. Or whatever the, uh, his name was. Was his name Malachi? I can't remember. Uh, yeah. uh, the guy that saves everybody. The main dude. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I got you. For some reason, I was thinking Malachi, and I don't know why. Um, I believe that was his name. It's been so long. Um, yeah, Malachi was. The you know what? Oh, the, yeah. the, the sad reality of it is, last year I don't want to I don't want to be a Debbie Downer or anything like that. But last year we were almost living in 
an actual Stephen King movie, uh, The Stand, or TV miniseries. I guess. As weird as it was, we were borderline living in The Stand. I was thinking we were going the direction of the the M. Night Shyamalan movie where the trees are killing everybody. That too. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. In the future, an M. Night Shyamalan whole podcast. I'm sure we could get a lot of uh, miles out of that. There'd be lots of twists. Oh, yeah. A lot of twists. It's very (laughs) contorted. Um, What if COVID is coming from the trees? What if it's not the bats, boys? What What if Shyamalan is onto something here? They're under the goddamn ground. Oh, that's the wrong movie. It's Trimmers. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking the opposite way. Um, I have to ask though. You know, with all of Stephen King's, he's got a lot of good stuff out there. He's got a lot of good stuff. And um, do you guys have like a least favorite? Like, like there's one project of his where you're like, man. No, keep it. I I have a feeling I already know what it is for you, Justin, and it, it's the one about the cat people. Um, what's it called again? Sleepwalkers? Is that it? Yep. Yeah. Sleepwalkers. Yeah. I've never actually seen that one. I don't it's think. not my least favorite, uh, for sure. Definitely not my least favorite. If I had to pick uh, one that I did not care for, um, would be the the Dark Tower. Series. What? Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, we're going to have a debate here. Why? It doesn't fit the genre of stuff that he's doing. So, it didn't think of the Dark me. Tower as Stephen King's MCU, if you will. His his bridge that connects all of his worlds together. Um, that's the best way that I can describe the Dark Tower. Um, to me, the, it, it it's it's his magnum opus. It's it's the the pinnacle of his work, and I, I think that it, it's. I don't think it's his worst, man. I think it's his best. Oh, are you no, no. I, I yeah. <laughs> like, well, no. Are, are we talking movies or books? I'm talking movies. Uh, okay, I'm okay. I'm not an avid Stephen King book reader. As sad as it, that. If we're going under the book category, I think it is his magnum opus. I think he would even agree that it's his 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 end all be all, his favorite. Um, maybe I'm wrong about that. Correct me if I am wrong, but it is his most in depth work. Um, if we're going off of movies, I think that probably God, I don't want to say this, but the the new it movies are probably um, two of the best. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I have two other contenders. One is a, is an underdog that I don't know if everybody has seen, but uh, mm. the first one that I think is in my top that he's ever done is The Mist because that movie. I knew was you were gonna say that. Freaking fantastic, especially the ending. Uh, another movie that is highly underrated. I mean, I've already mentioned fourteen oh eight and the rest of them because I love those movies. Absolutely love those movies. But one movie that I was not expecting to be worth anything that I watched and I was like, holy crap, was Gerald's Game. Ah, see, I can't do Gerald's Game. Dude, <laughs> Gerald's Game messed me up for a second while I was watching it. I was like, oh no, 
I I don't like movies that have um what's the word I'm looking for here hypersexuality like those movies make me feel weird um same I I don't like those kind of movies that's that's another reason why I never watched uh, Hostel um because I hear it's a very hypersexual movie I mean the Gerald's game's nothing like Hostel. I mean, I don't no. know. I've never seen Hostel. I'm just going off of what everybody's always said. Um, I mean, and there's not even really a lot of there's there's a point where the hypersexuality stops in Gerald's Game. It's a survival movie, if anything, because she's handcuffed to that bed. Yeah, yeah. Her old man's on the ground. He's laying there, dead. Maybe not dead. Uh, and then that dude, the big dude, comes in in the middle of the. Oh, I don't even. That dude. I thought. I don't even know was, where to go with this. <laughs> I thought she was dreaming. I thought she was dreaming. I thought the guy was not real. Hills have eyes, looking gentlemen. <laughs> well, I'll say this. I. Uh... I don't know. I've never seen it, but man, I cannot believe Dark Tower is the one that you uh, you would pick out of that. I didn't even think the movie was all that bad. Um, I mean, it wasn't great, but it wasn't all that bad. Yeah. All mean, the little just, Easter eggs are kind of nice. I wasn't bugging <clears throat> on uh, the Dark Tower. I mean, there's a a lot that are fantastic. I mean, my all time will always be The Shining, but I'm for the sake of the of the podcast, I'm trying to stir it up a little bit here. Uh, the Shining, 1408, and Secret Window are probably my top three, and then Misery and Thinner would be really close uh, movies that Stephen King's ever done, period. And 1408 is highly underrated. Everybody thinks that John Cusack sucks. You need to go watch that movie because that movie sent me for a loop the first time that I friggin' watched it. I didn't know what the heck was going on. I didn't know what was real. No, it's good. It, it's really good. Um, Jeremy, what, what about you? What would you say your least favorite King of King's works would be? Um, I would say as far as least favorite, uh, I'm going Graveyard Shift or Firestarter. <laughs> Those are both really good. Not in the sense of uh, they're good movies, but they're they're good uh, good picks. Um, especially Graveyard. Yeah, Shift. no, I, I think God that that's trash. I I'm sorry, Stephen. That's trash. It was horrible. I'd like. When the AMC Fear Fest would come on, and that movie came on on Stephen King Day, I was like, of all the movies you could have picked, you picked this piece of work. I, God, I hated it. Uh, the movie I always yeah, it wasn't really. that came on was Puppet Master. It has nothing to do with Stephen King, but I always dodged Puppet Master. Yeah, I'm not a big Puppet Master guy. Um, I'm not oh. a big fan of any of the Full Moon uh, pictures. I, man, not my not my cup. Um do, do you guys remember the Langoliers? I've never Vaguely. seen it, but I've heard of it. <laughs> it's not very good. I, I would, I would say that's probably my least favorite of his works, um, is the Langoliers, because it's just not very good at all. 
Uh, the concept on paper is really cool, but then you watch the movie and you're like, "What? What is this? What? What am I watching?" <laughs> so there's that. That's something that we probably should touch on. And I guess the same could be said for the Tommy knockers. The metaphorical hat too. Oh, the Tommy knockers. I, I kind of like that movie. But what I was gonna say <laughs> is that he doesn't have full control over the way that the movies come out. It, case in point, The Shining. So. I mean, maybe, unless we've not read the book, maybe we're missing something there. Yeah, I mean, um, maybe so. There's a good possibility. I think somewhat Metal Gear. Metal Gear. I, <laughs> yeah, it's it's gone now. Sorry. No, it's okay. I just it's I, I keep hearing it. It's freaking me. <laughs> I know. It's freaking me out. It's scaring me. Um, <clears throat> spooky. Uh, no, I agree with you, though. Um I apologize if there's a delay here. I, I, I keep accidentally talking over you guys, but I think my microphone's delayed. Um, there is a strange gap between the novels and uh, his works, and I think that's going to be Hollywood just being Hollywood and putting their little staple on everything. Um, is there anything that King has done that hasn't been adapted to a movie just yet? I mean, I'm sure there's there's stuff out there, but I like I can't think of anything off the top of my head that it's like, ooh, why hasn't this been made? Um, I mean, I've got a list of all of his books right here in front of me, so there's ha- there has to be something, man, because there's just so many. Well, I'll say Doctor Sleep was the one that I I thought like when I heard about it being a book, I thought it was really cool, and I was like, oh, you know, Stanley Kubrick's dead, so we'll never see that. So there um, is a list. Didn't mean to interrupt you, but there is a list. No, oh, you're of, okay. Of books that he has written that has not been uh, turned into movies. The movie, uh, the book Rage from 1977, the book Insomnia from 1994, Rose Matter, The Regulators, Black House, Blaze, Duma Key, Wendy's Button Box. That one doesn't. <laughs> PG at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, ooh, sorry, Gwendy threw me for a loop there. Uh, Elevation. <laughs> Those are the books that he has written that uh, has not been turned in. And uh, Gwendy's Button Box came out in seven into 2017, and Elevation came out in 2018. I kind of want to know what Gwendy's Button Box is about. I'm, I'm about to. <laughs> Google this and maybe pick me up a copy at my I mean, local I can Barnes give you and Noble. A quick description. He's back in Castle Rock. <laughs> what now? Castle Rock? Yeah. Uh, so it is a story which is set in 1974 in Castle Rock and it centers around uh, a 12 year old girl that runs into a dark stranger who wants her to come over and talk. Needless to say, this person does not have good intentions. Oh no! Is her name Wendy? Oh, Jesus. And are we talking about her? Oh no! Okay, so there's another book, <laughs> Elevation. God. So wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I don't. Uh, to me, it sounds a lot like uh, Rose of Hats or, or whatever the hell that bitch's name is uh, from from Doctor Sleep. But what is the button box? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we we gotta figure out what the button box is. Um, he, he's sticking on the Castle Rock thing. The, uh, that's something, I mean, you, obviously anybody that knows Stephen King can 
pay attention to the Castle Rock. He's brought that up several times. Uh, like that book that I was just getting ready to talk about that came out in 2018 called Elevation is also in Castle Rock. Mm. Uh, which has to do is, with... Is uh, Castle Rock connected couple. to... Is that connected to Haven in a weird way or something? I think that it... I, I mean, Castle Rock was also uh, in Stand By Me. Oh. I mean, it's all, all of it set in Castle Rock. Yeah, it's... Maine, the... And he's from Maine, so I'm just... Maybe he's tipping his hat to his, his home state. Maybe. Well, I mean, he doesn't everything, but... Hmm. <laughs> so... With that being said... Uh, I just wanted to ask real quick because do y'all remember where this took place at? Uh, and it's also one of my favorites. It's not my favorite, but Rose Red, he did do that, right? I, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. I would I would have to look that up, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, that's what I was. Are you talking about the show? Yeah, Stephen King's Rose Red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Apparently he did. I, I, oh, oh, wow. Okay, I'm just looking at some of the... Go to Google Images, people, uh, those who are <laughs> listening, and uh, take a look at this. Uh, I've never seen this, but, man, I'll tell you, very interesting looking. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to think uh, about. It's <laughs> creepy, man. It was a television series right that's what it looks like yeah from what i from what i'm gathering here which i think it's like a tv movie oh okay Okay. yeah Yeah, he did a lot of those tv movies because i was going to say the dead zone that used to come on usa that's uh stephen king as well that was a series uh riding the silver bullet that was a series that came on was it sci-fi probably if you guys remember correctly Whenever we were teenagers, it was coming on sci-fi. It had, uh... Didn't it have John Connor from the friggin' Terminator in it? Uh, well, I think he was in Pet Cemetery 2. Oh, he was. I'm not bad at He was. Yeah. He was. Uh, but yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Um, well, yeah, I mean, people, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, King is he's done so many works that it's hard to keep track of them all. Um you know, uh, we've tried. <laughs> We're horror fanatics and it's hard as hell to even keep track of his work. It's just it's just a lot. Correct. Don't um, don't forget about Cujo. That was another one we did. Uh, yeah, Cujo, that's another one. Man, there's so many good ones. Like Cujo it's just it's nice. really Yeah, Christine. Uh Oh, don't even give me oh, I love Christine. Always I, I don't even know how we missed that. That's great too. Yeah, Emilio. Emilio! Yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> Had to go out on a limb and just do it and get it in there. Uh, but, yeah, drop us. Uh, we'll, we'll start a poll. Let's find out what your favorite Stephen King works are. Or, you know what? Let's ask you guys the same question. If you could live in one of the Stephen King universes, which one would it be? I'm curious to see what the results will be. Yeah, we'll, be, we'll put that poll up. Instagram, happy underscore hunting. Well, folks, it's time again. 
wrap it all up. Put a little candy in your Halloween bag, if you will. Ooh. Yeah. What was our results? Justin, from the poll from last week. I'm, I'm just curious. The poll from last week was, do you believe if Ouija boards actually work? Hmm. And we have a winner, which is yes. Uh, it was real close. It was an extremely close uh, voting. I did not do a 50%. It was a yes or no. But we came out yes on top. I will say that I was quite surprised at the fact that there were numerous amounts of people. Because the Instagram that I've got, the followers, they, they are... Uh, all horror lovers, and at least, um, I would say 40% of the people that voted said no, which blew my mind, because wow. of all the people that actually follow the Instagram. I'm actually shocked about that. I'm, I'm kind of, okay. Yeah, but, uh, yes. Skeptics. Skeptics, Skeptics, exactly. yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely skeptics. Yeah, Jeremy, I wish that you were on that Ouija board episode. We had a few things, uh that we were talking about our experiences and stuff I know you have, would have some things to throw in uh, but since we're getting close to the end I believe that Jeremy has a uh, honorable mentions list here oh yes indeed I do uh, on this day in horror film history August 6th these films were released we've got Faster Pussycat Kill Kill the Brotherhood of Satan. Okay. That one sounds like a winner, what? man. I'm sold on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's scare Jessica to death. Watch me when I kill. A blade in the dark. The meteor man. My boyfriend's back. That's that's a horror movie. Uh, <laughs> Mystery men. This next one's probably the most famous on the list, but the second to last, The Sixth Sense. Oh, that's a good and, one. Oh, yeah. And Vampire Whores from Outer Space. I'm sold on that Woo! one. I'm more interested in my boyfriend's back. How is it pronounced? Is it, is it, if we're using it in a sentence, is it like, my boyfriend's back? Or is it, hurry, my boyfriend's back? Or is it, <laughs> it doesn't, my boyfriend's back. <laughs> Look at it. What's wrong with <laughs> I need to He's know. Back. You need to go out the window. He just pulled up in the driveway. He's back. <laughs> I mean, either way, it's a horror film. It's a horror <laughs> film for, for, for a couple of different people in that. Um, one last thing before we wrap it up, Jeremy. Thank you for this day in horror movie history. Um, one last thing. I just want to give a mention to everybody. We've got a code in the stores uh, we've got different stores such as uh, Marshall's Michael's Hobby Lobby at home and I don't Joann's they're a craft store all these places have their Halloween stuff out right now they're slowly coming out uh, I mean you can include uh, the, the candle shops as well and Hallmark they've got some things here and there but to throw that out there's a piece of advice for everybody if you're looking for early horror and halloween things that are being released those are the stores to check out right now all right that sounds like a plan so next week 
I will try everything in my power, people, to get these technical issues down to a, a, a very bare minimum. I, once again, I don't know what's going on. Normally, it's not like this. I don't know if it's the storm, if it's the internet connection, or if it's just the the overwhelming amount of bandwidth coming through the stratosphere here. But if you just stick with us, it's going to get better, I promise. Next week, we're going to take a deep dive into one of my favorite worlds, one of Justin's favorite worlds. We're going to be talking about cryptids, cryptozoology. We're talking about the Mothman. We're talking about the Jersey Devil. We're talking about all those sad squatches out there lingering in the forest. So, until next time, keep it tuned here. Halloween, 365 days a year. Nonstop. H365. Stay